This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And Michael and Sky, welcome to Tottenham Hotspur. Um, Thanks, Ross. What does it feel like to be with Tottenham Hotspur? Um, yeah, really good. Obviously, uh, it's, uh, it's been a little while now, but um, yeah, look, delighted to be here. Um, looking forward to the massive challenge ahead. Uh, which uh, I was well aware of before taking on the responsibility and uh, looking forward to uh, working with the players and the staff and um, you know, being part of a, a, a really uh, strong competition. It was a brilliant few years for you at Chelsea, but at the start of the season, there was a lot of players that left when you joined the club. You had to do a lot of recruitment at the start, didn't you? And is that, is that a bit of patience required for these players? You know, look, it's fair to say every sort of position I've had... Um, has kind of needed some sort of rebuild and um, as you said I had a, had a brilliant two years at uh, Celtic uh, loved every minute of it but it was challenging particularly at the start and um, yeah, I, don't, I don't know if it's about patience I mean you can't ask people to feel a certain way or to to sort of dampen expectations I think what I've tried to do wherever I've been and including Celtic is allow them to form their own opinion with what they see rather than what I say and um you know, like, so we had a massive rebuild at Celtic, but I think you know, at the beginning, even though the results weren't there, the supporters could see what we were trying to do and got behind us. And you know, um, I don't know whether that's it's going to be a rocky start for us or a good start for us, but either way, my you know my hope and my desire and what I'm going to try and do is give our supporters hope and, and belief that we're um, you know we're going to embark on something special. You made some exciting signings already. I mean, it could be a biggish choice that some undoubtedly will need to. In terms of the short-term planning, are there certain players like Harry Kane where you have to say, he's got to stay, he's part of my plans, he's imperative? So it's question three, and it was Harry, was it? Okay, <laughs> uh, we were running a pool with the coaches. I think uh, I think Milo Yednak won, actually. I had, I had over six because I thought you'd care more about me than, than Harry. <laughs> but, um, no, look, I, I think in terms of the squad, um, as I said, there is. it's fair to say, I think, the reason that I'm here is because, you know, the club is seeking change, you know, um, change in, in direction, change in, you know, the way we do things. And, and that usually transpires in the change in personnel, squad and players and staff. And, you know, within that context, my my role right at this minute is to deal with what's in front of me, the certainties I have, uh, knowing that there are going to be many uncertainties and um, trying to tick off one by one, um, 
know, the path forward for us, and that is, you know, what our squad's going to look like. Um, may take a little while um, until the season starts before we have a clarity on that, but within that, I can't wait for that moment to start working. We've started already. Thank you, bud. Becky? Can't say it was it was it was a goal. I've I've you know I've I've come literally from the other side of the world, so it's kind of been just I've just wanted to experience as much as I can through my, throughout my career and see where that takes me. And um, you know every challenge I've had is you know I've I've enjoyed, I've embraced wherever I've worked, whether that's in you know different countries, different leagues, um, national team or, or club football. Um, but you know the, the Premier League is is the, the the strongest competition, as you said. Um, you know some of the best managers in the world are in this competition. Some of the strongest teams in the world are in this competition, and why wouldn't you want to embrace that? And um, yeah, it's another you know, opportunity for me to to do what I do. Um, you know, in a different competition with um, you know different sort of fundamentals around it, and you know experience something else in my career that uh, you know I, I hadn't. Like I said, I w it wasn't an ambition of mine, but certainly, um, you know, everything I've done, I've tried to do the best of my ability so that it gives me more experiences that I can say, um, you know, have given me a career that, uh, you know, I've realised everything I've wanted to do. Do you have any preconceived ideas about what the season might be like ahead? And do you set goals along the way? No, no, both, because I think going in with sort of preconceived ideas might be limiting as is making goals, I think. Um, again, from the outset, what's important is that we try and establish some sort of key principles of who we want to be, first of all. Um, and not just in the way we play, the way we behave, the way we train, uh, the way we interact with one another, the way that we interact with everyone else, and, and then see where that takes us. Um, because, um, you know, goals are great, but they can also you know, sort of style for you a little bit because you become a bit narrow. And the reality of it is we're going to have to do things and be fairly flexible along the way to adjust to whatever challenge there may be ahead of us. We don't know what they are, you know. Sometimes you, with all the best planning and um, sort of trying to have foresight on these kind of things, um, things come across your path and we've got to be agile enough to, to adjust to that. And as I said, see where that takes us. But, you know, we're a big club and... Um, the end goal for all big clubs is to have success, and that's what we want to try and do. Ian. G'day. It's a good start. Yeah, g'day. How are you, mate? Um, is how much of a step up from SPL? <coughs> I don't know about step-ups. I mean, I had the same question when I got to the SPL, but I've coached at a World Cup, so I've coached it. You know, um, in different leagues. I think every challenge is the same, to be honest, because it's relative to the competition you're in. So... You know, I've never, I've never gone into any job thinking, oh, this is going to be easy uh, in comparison to anything else I've done. Is this going to be a massive challenge? Absolutely. But, you know, Celtic was a massive challenge. I mean, I know people sort of say that, you know, in Scotland, you, you know, if you're Celtic, you can finish, you know, you're either going to finish first or second, but second is last. Second, I'm not in the job. Um, so you have to finish first. So, you know, that's irrespective of kind of what outside thoughts are, there's still a demand there. And it's not just about 
winning, it's a manner in which you win as well. You know, there's an expectation around your way you play your football, particularly you know, for me, who you know, I'm pretty explicit in saying I want my teams to play a certain way. So that has to be reflective of how we do things. So I don't, I've, I've never seen anything I've done as a step up. I just see it as, as a different challenge, you know, a different set of circumstances because with every... You know, what other people perceive as a step up in level, you're working with also better players and you know, bigger organisation, more resources. So all those kind of things are relative. So I, I don't dismiss any success at any level for anybody in life, you know, because as I said, um, I guarantee you even the lowest levels of what we perceive, whether that's football or life, somebody is grafting to be successful against the relative competition. So you know, I've never seen it as a step up. I just see it as a new challenge for me. Is that conversation you finding out from him whether what he wants in terms of staying now and beyond this season, or is it for you to convince him of what you can offer Spurs so he does want to stay? Yeah, I, I just think you know I I don't think it's my role to you know sit there and and sort of treat people in a manner because of their circumstances. I, I, I'm really big on just treating everyone the same. And Harry is, and, you know, he's, he's already entrenched himself in the history of this football club. He's a very important part. He's the premier striker, one of the premier strikers in the world. And, you know, I want him involved here. My conversation with, with him will be about how we can make this club successful. And I've got no doubt that that's, he, that's what he wants as well. Um, so, you know, within that context, whatever sort of... Um, that uh, narrows into you know the personal stuff around Harry himself as an individual. If the conversation takes it that way, we'll, we'll take it that way. But I, I doubt it's going to be, you know, defining in the manner that I think people think it's going to be. It's not going to be a conversation where, you know, we walk out of that room. We've got sort of an understanding because I don't want that kind of conversation. What I want is to introduce myself to Harry to give him a sort of vision for the football club to get an understanding from him of what he thinks this football club needs to be successful and we go on that training pitch and trying to make it happen and final one for me I mean I presume that if he stays he'll be your captain this season what's happened with Hugo Lloris and, and some other men <coughs> senior players that we understand or the left believe might be leaving the club as I said, I mean, even even that, you know, sort of around the, the captaincy and that, I'm just, it's not it's not at the forefront of my mind right now. What's at the forefront of my mind is trying to establish, you know, the direction we're going to go as a football club and and trying to be as clear to people about that, about me and all these kind of things. Because if I start thinking about that kind of detail right now, I'm going to miss, you know, the opportunity to really establish some of the like I said, fundamentals of what I want us to be. And in terms of the squad, look, you know, we're, we're in that stage like most clubs where you kind of know that there will be there will be activity between now and, and, you know, the start of the season, the end of the window. Um, and there will be some players who won't be here and other players who will come in. Um, again, in my mind, I try and treat that with the understanding that until something's certain, I'm not going to commit myself either way to you know, whether a player's going to be here or not, because, again, no point wasting energy on something that may or may not happen. So, um, you know, so far, the, the lads we've had in have been excellent. Um, the way they've approached things, the, the staff have been brilliant in, in sort of adapting and, and implementing the things I want. And, you know, we'll, we'll keep moving along. We'll get 
most all, all the rest of the sort of group back in the next couple of days. So it'll be great to see everyone in the building. Thank you, mate. Picture the scene. All of your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Partner this with your team playing champagne football. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. There's nothing quite like a McDelivery. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. taken social media as a barometer of me as a person I'd, I'd hate to think anyone does because you know there's more to life than uh, who we are um, you know unless you've actually polled every single Tottenham supporter around the world and you've come out with a defining majority that don't want me here I'd suggest that you know what social media what comes out of social media look I, I think supporters with every appointment have their right to reserve their judgment absolutely why not because this is their football club, and everyone who comes through their, you know, their football club, you know, they have a right to determine whether they think it's the right person or not. And I think, for the most part, I'm pretty sure the majority, the overwhelming majority, of Tottenham supporters want me to be successful. Because if I'm successful, it means their club's successful, and I think they'll wait and see and, and reserve judgment on, on on me when that comes. But it doesn't affect me. I mean, it's not like, you know, I feel like I'm battling against any tide or anything but to be honest I've felt overwhelming support since I've been here I you know the people I've come across you know outside of here have all been very supportive in terms of you know Tottenham fans so you know rather than sort of troll through uh, social media to find uh, you know what's said about me I'll, I'll go on the feeling I have at the moment. No, I haven't had any assurances and I wouldn't expect any assurances because, again, you know, with these kind of things, you're never dealing in definites or, you know, in, in certainties in anything in life. So, and I've never, again, you know, it's just my nature that I kind of go along and, and try and concentrate on the things that I know right now. And what I know right now is that, you know, Harry's part of this squad and, you know, he's looking forward to coming back to training and getting amongst the players and back in here and we start working together and... Again, if if I spend too much time worrying about the impact that it may have either way, I'm going to miss trying to build a team because ultimately that's what's going to make us successful. If we build a team that plays football a certain way, that's that's going to be. And I'm I'm not going to, you know, sort of miss this 
initial opportunity to lay down what I know is going to be important in the long term. What's going to be important in the long term goes beyond individuals. It's more about overriding sort of philosophy on, you know, who we want to be as a team and, and the key people within that. Ali. Yeah, look, he'd, of course he'd be overwhelmingly proud, but, you know, he'd be making sure that I was successful. And, uh, yeah, look, I've, I've spoken about, you know, my dad a lot, and it's only as you get older and, you know, um, you kind of realise the impact um, that your upbringing has on you, you know. You become a parent yourself and you kind of experience different things and, you know, certain things rattle around in your head that maybe as a child you're kind of dismissed, but... You know, um, you know, he had a he had a dream for his son, and um, you know, I think um, in his mind, um, provided I I did what he said, I was going to reach that. You know, and, uh, and sometimes I wasn't really happy with that. You know, I, I wanted to do my own way, and 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 I've charred my own path in in many ways. But um, you know, it's not just just for my dad, my mum, my family, all the people who make sacrifices, not just for me, anyone who's kind of reaches a, a certain level in their profession knows that um, they've done it on the back of, you know, as much as your own sacrifice, other people's sacrifices, and, and you kind of hope they, and you, you, you want them to take pride in the fact that, you know, you wouldn't be sitting here today without um, their support and, 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 you know, like I said, in my parents' case, the, the sacrifices they made. Yeah, Tangy's been good. He's, uh, you know, he's he's working hard at training. Um, but to be fair, they all are. They've, they've got no option. Um, so, you know, um, and uh, again, you know, I, I take things as I see them. And 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 for me, you know, he's, he's obviously a very talented footballer. He, you know, he was part of a team that, that won the Serie A last year. So, um, and within that context, you know, I'm I'm pleased to have him here and, and part of the group. Um, what that means long term, um, again, I'm not going to get into the definites of that because a lot of that will depend on sort of how the team shape up, how he shapes up. He may decide this is not for him. I'm not sure. It goes for any player. But um, like I said, the group we've had in so far have been have been really good in just embracing the sort of the change in direction and the way we're doing things. And you know, as I said, once we get all the other guys in, it'll be great to see how everyone measures up and you know the decisions will be made. You know moving forward from there as to who's kind of going to be involved and who won't. Last one for me. Um, obviously there's going to be some players that maybe don't go on the tour for a variety of reasons. Are there any that can't go or are doubts purely because of injuries? Not at the moment. We, we do have a couple um, who obviously um, Rodrigo Bentecois obviously uh, got his injury still a little bit off. Um, Fraser Foster's got a bit of a, a back injury which um, probably means he won't travel because he's he won't be able to participate. Um, there's a couple of others who are kind of touch and go at the moment. We'll just see how they go in the next few days. It's about taking guys. I mean, I, for me, it's, it's you know, I'd really like as many of the group along as possible because it's the best way to figure out, you know, how we, we set up our environment and, and, and sort of the culture around the group if everyone's there. Um, but if 
it's going to be beneficial for some guys to stay back or make that decision. I, I don't think there'll be too many that be in that sort of boat at this stage. George. Um, I, I guess without, again, sort of having a too defined an approach to that is I think anyone who kind of charted the course of my career will know that if you watch my teams play, we they all have the same sort of basic elements in there and that is, you know, we want to be aggressive, um, you know, we want to take the game of the opposition, we want to try and win every game of football, which I guess is not unique, everyone wants to do that, it's just the manner in which we go about it and we will go about it is that we want to be a team that tries to dominate games of football. Now, what that's going to look like, you know, yeah, obviously my history is a bit of a predictor to that um, and I've been pretty consistent in playing that way wherever, whichever level I've been at, you know, whether that's domestically, international level or in different countries or different competitions. So, um, everyone all right? Yeah. Um, so... You know what this Tottenham team is going to look like. Again, I don't want to limit that because I'm using different players here, some fantastic footballers. It could be something brand new that even I haven't put together before. Hopefully, that's successful. But the elements of it will be that we'll, you know, we want to be an aggressive team, a dominant team, a team that takes the game to every opposition, home and away. I think for me, the history of this football club kind of suggests that that's the best fit for it. But. You know, having said that, that doesn't mean it's the only way you, you can have success, but that's the way we'll be trying to do it. Yeah, it was a, it was a tough decision. Look, it's a, it's a special football club, and it's, it's, you know, if you've got a, a bucket list as a manager of football clubs, you probably want to manage. That's probably one of them because um, the supporters are, uh, and, and you know, are just. Uh, you know, as I said, they're not really supporters. You know, the, the club is an extension of them as a family. And uh, we had a brilliant two years, um, a great group of players, great staff. You know, we had some fantastic success and some great moments within that. And, um, you know, I'll cherish them. But, you know, I'm the kind of guy who always loves a challenge. I love a build. I love a rebuild. That's where I kind of, I feel I'm at my best. And, um you know, this challenge when it came along, I just thought it had all the elements of what I need to to get going again. And um, you know, I, I know, you know Celtic have appointed Brendan Rodgers is an outstanding manager. They'll continue to have success. They've got great players there. They've got you know great infrastructure. And like I said, it's a great football club. And so I was very fortunate to to be allowed that responsibility for a couple of years. And and now my goal is to try and make some special moments here. And um, create something special for this uh, great football club as well. You know, I, I don't know if I've said I'll take time. I think other people have said that because it has wherever I've been and it's varied sometimes, you know, it's taken longer than other clubs, you know. And, and again, I, don't, I can't, you know, we might start the season flying, I hope so. I don't want to any time, you know, but you just don't know and it will be how the players adapt to it and how, the, it's not just the way we play, like I said, the way we train, the way we behave, the way we talk um, 
I got um, really good coaching staff together, which I'm really happy with. Um, you know, they're working. Uh, they already started working really well together as a unit. You know, to be fair, I wasn't really aware of it, but when I was sort of touted to this job, it became evident that people think I'm old. So I tried. <coughs> I tried to get uh, as many young guys around me as I possibly can, just to keep me relevant. Um, so, um, and I, I'm really happy because, you know, those guys. There's there's a combination of guys who know this football club really well. Um, some others who are really ambitious coaches, and I love working with people like that. You know, I'm sure some of them one day will be, you know, managers in their own right. But you know, right now they're putting all their energies to trying to make us successful, and I think it's great for the players because when they walk into training and, and into this building every day, um, there's a real good energy, and that's going to be important for me. That's going to help me sort of transfer that message you know, hopefully as quickly as possible because the, re the reality of it is that the Premier League is the toughest competition in the world and you don't really get time to sort of bet in you know from the first game you know we're going to have to be on it and we're going to try and do our best in the next sort of five six weeks to, to be prepared for that. Okay we'll go Charlie and then finish with Roman please. Um, yeah, I'll, ignorance is bliss. I don't know if that'll work in this uh, in this kind of role. I think you, you try and sort of understand as much as you can, you know, what you're walking into. But what I found wherever I've gone, and you know, like I said, I've been fortunate enough with with kind of my coaching journey that I've you know I've experienced many many different things, and I've learned to understand that no two places are the same, and 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 you cannot try and then fit one mould into everybody and every organisation and every sort of group you have and you know I've always found it's better for me to walk into a place and kind of get a feel for it myself and see how that sort of affects my thinking and my decision making rather than come in with a fixed mindset of saying because you do obviously whenever you get a new role there isn't a shortage of opinion on you know what's right and what's wrong and, and what needs to be fixed but you know all those things are my responsibility and I always feel it's better I get a feel for it because you, know, you, you can't judge other people and, and what they say and what they do because until you, you walk in their shoes. So for me to sort of look at sort of whether that's Antonio or any other manager who's, who's, who's been in this position and, and try and judge their actions on the way I would sort of react to something is wrong because I'm not there, you know. The same way I wouldn't like it if anyone kind of was... You know, judging my performances on what I said uh, without understanding the full context. So, you know, I, I walked into this role understanding the challenge that's before me and and looking forward to sort of embracing it my way, you know, doing things my way and, and, and not sort of being bogged down by too much of the historical context of that. Um, I don't know if anything surprised me, but I think I've... I just enjoy taking in, you know, every new environment and the people that are within it and, and trying to sort of understand, like I said, how that will affect me and what I want to do. That's so, um, you know, so far, you know, everyone's been, you know, as you'd expect, everyone's welcoming because they all want to sort of be part of it. So you don't expect to walk in and, and not be welcome, but everyone has been very welcoming. And, and I think more importantly, 
you know, everyone's been open-minded about the way we want to do things and, and hoping to, to get some direction from me, which is great because that's, you know, that's what I'm here to do. Um, but, you know, you see the, you know, the, the, the size of this football club and its fan base, um, you know, you kind of understand as an outsider, but when you're in it, you, you, find, you feel that sort of enormity and that responsibility even more so. Um, so from my point of view, it's just about you know, trying to get in my head a real clear picture of the way forward. The quicker I got that sort of clarity in me, then the easier it will be for those people around me to understand what we're going to do next. Just, just about that, just about being open-minded and, and sort of not being you know, bogged down too much by expectation or, or you know, like I said, history. Um, just, just understand that we are going to go down a different road, do things differently. Not because, you know, I think it's better, because just because it's me. That's who I am. I'm different to, to the other managers that have been here and I'll do things my way. And the more, you know... The more we have people have a buy with that, the, the quicker we'll get to where we want to because the, when there is resistance, it just slows the process down. But what I've made clear is it won't change the process. It won't change where we're going. It won't change me. It won't change the way we do things. It'll just maybe derail it for a little bit and, and it won't derail it for long because I won't allow it. So the more, the quicker they sort of jump on the train, you know, the quicker we'll get to our destination. So that's been my message. And, and, and again, allowing people to sort of be themselves as much as possible because... You know, when somebody new comes in the building, you know, I don't want people to sort of be that uptight that I don't see the real them. And I try and hopefully put people at ease so they can be themselves and then we can sort of create a kind of environment that hopefully um, allows us to, to do what we need to do. OK, Roman, we'll finish the section with you, please. Hi, Andrew. Welcome to the Premier League. Thank you. Um, Um, gee, you painted a pretty bleak picture there. Um, uh, I was excited about this role. Um, I think, but to be fair, without sort of being dismissive of it, that's, that's why I'm here. That's what I love about it, is that all that is not here, and that's what I want to bring. I want to bring success to this football club. I want to bring European football to this football club. I want it to be where it deserves to be. And, you know, that's... As much as you know the 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 excitement around you know joining a, a massive football club in in the best competition in the world was attractive to me, the biggest thing about it was that there's an enormous challenge here. I love that. That's what I've done my whole career. You know, every club I've taken over, I've taken over after it's had a, a disappointing season or disappointing seasons, because I think for me that's the thing that I've cherish most most of my career is to do things that will last, make a difference, to create something that hopefully stays beyond my tenure because I won't be here forever. So that, um, you know, the, the kind of scenario you painted of where we are at the moment is what attracted me most about this role. What a great challenge, but, you know, what a great story if we get it right. So what does success look like? I think the fans will tell me that. They'll tell me that at the end of the year. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. 
As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.